Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Welcome to another episode of Scientology's Tom Cruise Spy Files. And um, in these documents, if you're new to the channel or new to the series, uh, in this series, we go through about 40,000 internal Scientology documents that were leaked from the Office of Special Affairs and the International Management of Scientology. And um, in this series, the documents that we're going through are internal documents that just have to do with Tom Cruise. And most of these are from the top executive in all of Scientology, David Miscavige, chairman of the board, Religious Technology Center. And he's writing to various people in international management and directing people in the Office of Special Affairs. Um, that's the Dirty Tricks and the PR department of Scientology. They're the guys that perpetrated the largest infiltration in the United States government in its history uh, when they were called the Guardian's Office. And, uh, and then that was in the 70s. They changed their names to the Office of Special Affairs, and they've been humming along to this day. Uh, so uh, because there are so many different people that are covered in these and mentioned in these documents, we're going to do a little thing that we like to do right at the very beginning where we just say who the key players in this video are. And uh, so we'll bring up the first one. We've got Scientology Tom Cruise spy files, key players. Of course, we have little Davy Miscavige, chairman of the board, Religious Technology Center. He micromanages every single thing that happens anywhere in all of Scientology. He has to be the guy with his finger on the button for each one of those things. And uh, Tom Cruise's public relations is no different. Uh, that is definitely something that should be done by Sea Org members and uh, Scientology staff members all around the world. And um, we're going to cover just a few of those that are involved in these documents. You've also got Tom Cruise. Uh, he's the matinee idol that Scientology uses uh, to wield their power over Hollywood. You've got Larisse Stuckenbrock. She's the chairman of the board communicator. Then you've got Kurt Wieland. From CO, he's CO, CMO, Int. He's in upper management. He is, in these documents, he's acting as the go-between sometimes between uh, Mike Rinder, who was being WDC OSA. Um, Kurt Wieland uh, acts as the go-between between him and uh, chairman of the board, and then sometimes doesn't. Um, then you've got uh, Warren McShane. He is a professional liar by all admissions by David Mis. Gavage, and he his post title within the C organization is the Deputy Inspector General for Legal Affairs, Religious Technology Center. Then you've got Mike Rinder, who was WDC OSA at the time. That's the management uh, person in Scientology that is responsible for overseeing the Office of Special Affairs. Then you've got Leanne Mapother, Mapother. Um, and that is Tom Cruise's PR publicist and also his sister at the time. Then you've got Michael Dovin, and he is a Scientology spy that works for Tom Cruise and also works for Scientology. And uh, during the time of these documents, he was working at Odin Productions, Tom Cruise's production company. Then you got Michael Mand from CAA. I think he is uh, in the public relations area, or he has something to do with something at uh, the Creative Artists Agency. 
And you've got Nancy Kirkpatrick. She was w- working at Paramount. You've got Kevin's Huvain. He was the head, one of the co-chairs of uh, CAA, Creative Artist Agency. You've got Sherry Lansing, who was one time the head of Paramount. I don't know what her capacity was in these documents, but she was working, doing something, uh, performing some function at uh, Paramount Studios. You've got Corinne Powell, and she's one of the Scientology spokesholes that works at OSA, and um, they send letters out in her under her name that David Miscavige writes. Then you've got Andrea Jaffe. Uh, she used to be one of Tom Cruise's spokesholes, and uh, she was contacted to try and get some dirt on him uh, by uh, somebody that was uh, doing one of these articles, and uh, that's how she ends up in this. Uh, second page. There's a lot in this one. There's two full pages of key players. Uh, you've got Dean Paquette. He was working at the L.A. Times. Uh, Joe Sapel, L.A. Times. Kim Christensen, he's re- he's the reporter and was the main guy doing this article for the L.A. Times that's going to be talked about in the document. And then we've got a newcomer. We've got a new face, Claire Hoffman, who um, is also a reporter at the L.A. Times. And she is um, actually putting this story together with Kim Christensen. Then you've got Bob Welkos, who's a reporter. John Goldwyn who was working at Paramount. I think he just caught shrapnel from this in a weird way. Um, we'll talk about that in the document, but he doesn't, he's really not doing any, uh, he doesn't really do anything in any of these documents. He just gets mentioned. Uh, then you've got Do, uh, Doug Franz from the LA Times, Paula Wagner, Tom Cruise's uh, producing partner, Rick Nasita, a CAA agent that was Tom Cruise's agent for a while. And then we've got a bunch of another whole bunch of newcomers here. And these are ex, uh, either ex Scientologists or people that are in the business of exposing Scientology. And you've got Graham Barry, who's a lawyer in Los Angeles. You've got Tori Chrisman, who is an ex Scientologist. Desi Prince, who's an ex Scientologist. Michael Pattinson, who's also uh, an ex-Scientologist, and Stephen A. Kent, an author. And those are the key players that we're going to cover in today's document. And um, let's just get into it. We'll get into the first one here. Now, in the last set of documents, there was a bunch of different stories. There was a Dateline story, um, and there was a French TV show and an Oprah thing, and um, an L.A. Times, L.A. Times, Dateline, French, Oprah. I think those were it. There might have been another one in there somewhere that was popping up. But um, there were we did find some documents that were completed staff works for just Dateline and Los Angeles Times. But it doesn't look like they were ever sent. It looks like they were written and then they were kind of combined into something else. And so we don't cover those. And since we covered, they were just cut and pastes of the other documents that we already read anyway. So we're skipping those. I'm giving you guys full transparency on what I'm covering on some of these. Um, so in this document, it's from 3 October. And it's just from Mike Rinder as WDC Osa directly to David Miscavige. No CCs. No, nothing. And you'll start to see on some of these more sensitive documents that talk about Tom Cruise, they've stripped all of the CCs off of the documents and they're just going between Dave and Tom, uh, Dave 
and Mike or whoever it is and Dave, uh, Dave Miscavige. So um, that's just an interesting thing to note on this document. Um, and then we'll likely go, the next document we'll cover, they'll all be back on there. So I'm not exactly sure why they were doing it that way, but it is a, um, it's a noted omission in some of these documents. Okay, so it says, COBRTC, WDC OSA, 3 October, re-meeting. Dear Sir, I've had several calls with Dovin today. That's Michael Dovin from Odin Productions, Tom Cruise's uh, glorified assistant and uh, David Miscavige's Scientology spy. Mr. Cruise looked through the pack of data on FDA warnings slash media, etc. He thought it was great and asked for a briefer summary that was more bullet points and had the dates of Access Hollywood and Today Show at the top and data on whatever he did that preceded the March 2004 FDA warning. Larry King Live. A copy of this is attached. Okay, now this is very interesting because um, Tom Cruise had been doing a bunch of articles and a bunch of shows and interviews with people about the fact that um, drugs, uh, drugging of children was a bad thing. And then there was a March 2004 FDA uh, warning that happened, I guess, where you had to put there, there needed to be some kind of warnings on these uh, drugs or something. I don't know. The, I don't know what what that's all about. But um, Tom Cruise seemed to think that his interviews on these different channels um, proceeded and um, resulted in the uh, FDA doing this. He also went over what he thought the agenda should be done, should be with Dovin. This follows what we went over at ASI, that's Authored Services uh, Incorporated, I think, and that's the literary agent for uh, L. Ron Hubbard that is a for-profit organization that gets um, uh, royalties on all of his writings and books and materials and everything, and they uh, they get get the do re mi from the sales and uh, and uh, processing of those all over the world. Uh, Follows what we went over at ASI and Mr. Cruz then looked at it and added that he wanted to show them Access Hollywood and Today programs so they could see what was actually said. This agenda is attached also. Mr. Cruz plans to call in right at the start and set the parameters of the meeting. Finally, he asked for a short summary of the data on the retaliation that was orchestrated after the FDA warnings came out. This is also attached. Dovin and I are meeting at noon tomorrow at CCN, that's Celebrity Center International, 5930 uh, Hollywood or Franklin Bronson Avenue, 5930 Franklin, um, in uh, Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. United States of America. Dovin and I are meeting at noon tomorrow at CCINT to go through the packs carefully, watch the videos again, and be fully prepared for the meeting. I will call as soon as the meeting is done. It is scheduled to begin at 3 p.m. at CAA. This is okay. Much love, Mike. Okay, and then there is an outline that is also attached to this. Um, Okay, outline for TC. And at the top of it, it says, uh, 26 May 2005, Access Hollywood interviewed by Billy Bush, 24 June 2005, Today Show, Matt Lauer. That's the one where him and Tom, um, I'm pretty sure that's the one where him and Tom uh, started yelling and getting all excited about uh, psychiatric drugs. 
and Brooke Shields. Uh, 28 June 2005, FDA announces intention to make labeling changes on ADHD drugs because of concerns over hallucinations, suicidal ideation, psychotic behavior, aggression, and violent behavior. Uh, 30 June 2005, FDA issued a public health advisory noting recent scientific publications suggesting increased rates of suicidal behavior in adults and taking antidepressants. Um, okay, let me see what here. 30 June, another. It's basically just all the every single thing that happened. Um, and if you guys want to freeze frame um, this, you can read the whole thing. But there's no way I'm going to read all of um, Osa's um, mumbo jumbo notes about all these summaries of all these things. But you guys can certainly um, freeze it and uh, read it if you want. Here, I'll put the next uh, page up. It's got it finishes a paragraph from 2 September 2005, and then it goes into 13 September 2005, Oregon State University, and then it goes all the way up until 29. 30 September 2005. Um, and it just has all these um, bullet points that he asked for for this uh, this meeting that he's going to take. Um, and this is when you when Tom Cruise is on these interviews and he's quoting all these facts and he's stating all these things. These are pre-digested little bullets like this that he's that have been prepared by the Office of Special Affairs and Scientology executives to give him as firepower things that he can spout that makes it look like he knows everything all about this, even though he's just being given, it's just like anything that you guys know how this works. The, the muckety mucks at the top are just getting the things to read. And then they go up there and they read it. They have no idea what they're talking about in a lot of cases. <laughs> okay. So that's the second page and that's the end of that. Okay. So the next document. Now this Los Angeles times thing got serious. So it was kind of being put in with all this other stuff. They know they're doing a story now. That that it's happening. It's gonna gonna be a story, and it's gonna be about Tom Cruise and Scientology and what what they're doing and all the stuff that's going on in Hollywood. And um, Scientology does not want this to be a thing, and it's certainly gonna end up being a thing. Okay, so this document is from five November two thousand five. So it's about a month. After that last document, what was that last document? It was, uh, yeah, it's about a month later. Um, and it is from, it's to COBRTC, David Miscavige, through COCMO Int, Kurt Wheeland, from WDCO sub Mike Render. And there's carbon copies going to COBCOM, Chairman of the Board Communicator, Larice Stuckenbrock, DIG Legal Affairs, RTC, Warren McShane, and then Data RTC. Now, I may have, uh, if, you, if you don't know, I've explained this in earlier videos. There's a lot of data in these that kind of I'll spit out here and there throughout these videos. I'm not necessarily going to cover it every time, but whenever you write something in Scientology and you CC anything that says data and then an organization, this document will automatically be scanned and entered into a data a Scientology data file system. And if any and and depending on your access to that system, you have access to various organizations. So if you're at a very lower level organization, you don't have access to any of this. If you're at middle management, then you might have all of the organizations that are under your continent or under your sort of authority. And you'll be able to, if you searched um, 
I don't know, if you searched protesters and you searched for all of the country of Canada, and then it would show you all of the documents that have that have been entered into their, their data files regarding pr- protesters in Canada. And you can search it with other keywords and so on. So when somebody CCs data RTC, they're putting this onto a record, an an official Scientology database that stores all these documents. So if uh, there's other, I'm sure if somebody wanted to raid Scientology, if there was a alphabet organization that was going to bust in there and go to get something, they're definitely going to want to get their hands on those data files because that's where all the juicy documents are. Okay. Completed staff work, Los Angeles Times. And for those of you who don't know, completed staff work, it's just a form, a formal way of writing a proposal in Scientology that has the situation, the data, and the solution for the executive to easily look over and then say approved or disapproved at the end. And this is what is coming from Mike Rinder. And of course, it has the obligatory, um, uh, you know, whipping at this, self-whipping at the beginning. Dear sir, I am rounding up extant media cycles to get them correctly handed. I did the cram you issued on the Today Show interview, which was excellent. I definitely saw how I violated that fundamental tech and will not repeat that disaster ever in the future. <laughs> this is the best about these because he, he said he did something wrong. He went and got corrected on it, and then he promises he's not going to do that. And it's likely he's going to do it in the very next document, according to David Miscavige. I love the optimism. Good job there. The most pressing media cycle to handle is the LA Times. This has, got, this has been going on for some time with no real handling at all. CAA have attempted to kill the story, but this has not succeeded. And I want to coordinate what I plan to do before proceeding. I have laid out my proposal in CSW form below. And he, this is very key to note because there's a lot of times where Dave will say, why are you doing a whole thing on this? Just tell me what we need to do. And then when you do that, then he goes, why aren't you giving this to me in a completed staff work uh, form? And so that is essentially what likely happened here. And now he's doing it that way. Situation. Kim Christensen of the Los Angeles Times is moving forward with a story regarding the church in Hollywood. Gold and COB's relationship with Mr. Q's. Cruise. Gold is Golden Era Productions. That's the uh, facility that I worked at for 15 years uh, from 1990 to 2005, so I know all about it. Uh, Handling for the story is needed, as so far nothing has been done from the church. Data. Christensen, an, an investigative reporter in the business section of the Los Angeles Times under deputy business editor Joe Sapel, has been working on the story since August. I have summarized the contacts he has made below, and a full time track is attached at tab A. Christensen and his associate, a young staff writer by the name of Claire Hoffman, first contacted Gold on 16 of August, asking for a tour of Gold. Concurrently, they contracted Andrea Jaffe to ask about Tom Cruise and his involvement in Scientology. Christensen also contacted CSI, Church of Scientology International, asking for a tour and an interview with COB, Chairman of the Board, Religious Technology Center, David Miscavige. On 18 August, Sherry Lansing was called by Bob Welkus, 
who asked about the story concerning Mr. Cruz stepping in to handle John Goldwyn's divorce that appears in the Radar article. Okay, so... John Goldwyn worked at Paramount. Um, I'm not sure exactly what his job was there, but he was a, a, a <clears throat> he was a an, an employee of Paramount Studios, and he was married to a Scientologist, and they got a divorce. And for some reason, this was a story, or Tom Cruise was upset with him or mad at him because he thought it was some sort of power play that he was divorcing this woman because she was a Scientologist or. And I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise, whatever Tom Cruise's involvement was in was in this was ridiculous and whatever he thought was wrong. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's likely what happened. Um, okay, so with that data in mind, on 18 August, Sherry Lanson was called by Bob Welkos, who was asked about the story concerning Mr. Cruise stepping in to handle John Goldwyn's divorce that appears in the Radar article. She told him that she had another call and would have to call him back. This is the only time Welkos has surfaced. Leanne DeVette spoke to Joe Sapel on the 23rd of August. Sapel said he was interested in why Mr. Cruz has become so open about his religion. He said that he was doing something explanatory, not an expose. He promised to be very transparent about the direction of the piece and offer the church an opportunity to respond to anything that might be negative. Nancy Kirkpatrick, marketing at Paramount, also spoke with Sapel. She asked him if he felt the church had changed since he wrote his earlier stories. He said that he felt the attacks were toned down because it was not good for the image of the church, but he did not believe the church was fundamentally different than at the time he did his stories in the 1990s. And that is absolutely 100% accurate and a very uh, a succinct uh, observation by Sapel. That is exactly the case. On September, on 15th September, Kirkpatrick spoke with Sapel again. He became extremely agitated when she told him that he still appears to have an agenda and his bias is showing through. Kirkpatrick also spoke with Claire Hoffman and learned from her that the story was about the church's influence in Hollywood, but was still early in the process, quote unquote. On 16th September, a response was sent to Christensen informing him that Mr. Miscavige rarely, if ever, gives interviews and that a tour at that time was not convenient. Christensen reiterated his request for a tour and an interview and on 5 October informed CSI that he would say that we had no comment, quote-unquote. He was sent an email on the 12th of October pointing out that not providing a tour and an interview with Mr. Miscavige did it not equate to no comment, quote-unquote, and that he had so far not asked us any questions. Christensen did not respond to the 12 October email until he was nudged on the 25th October by Corinne. He was nudged after having learned from CAA's Michael Mand, who had lunch with Christensen, that Christensen was planning to wrap up his story in the next couple of weeks. Christensen finally sent in questions that are enclosed at tab B with the answers to them, with the answers to them, answers that will be given in a face-to-face -face meeting covered below. Claire Hoffman contacted Odin Productions last week asking for an interview with Mr. Cruz. However, in coordination with Rick Nasida, their, their position is to not to do anything. The contact has been ignored. 
Okay, so this is where it gets a little sus in regards to Scientology on this. Ida Canburn was somebody that was exposing Scientology on the internet. And for them to have this sort of information would either mean that they had either uh, were wiretapping her phones or they had somebody that she was with that she was friendly with that would tell her these things. We know that or that they were uh, having Christensen uh, followed by private investigators and they they witnessed this directly or they had uh, tapped uh, Kim Christensen's phone. We know that Christensen contacted Ida Cambern on 25 September, and though she didn't spend any time talking to him as she was about to go in for heart surgery, she said Christensen told her that he had spoken to Tori Chrisman, Graham Barry, Michael Pattinson, and Stephen Kent. Christensen told her that the story is about Tom Cruise and the statements he made against psychiatric drugs. So that's really super weird how they'd have that specific information from this woman um, unless they had one of the things that we mentioned earlier in place. Editors at the Los Angeles Times. In September, Sapel was assigned to the head of the interactive department of the Los Angeles Times. Even though he is now in a different section of the paper, we confirmed with the executive editor's secretary that he is still the editor over this story as it is one of the project he project he was working on. Doug Franz from the New York Times has been promoted to the post of managing editor of the LA Times and Dean Paquette has moved up to executive editor. Heber, Linda Height, and Corinne Powell met with Paquette for lunch in, 20, in 2003. He was in calm and interested in the church programs. We agreed at the time to remain in contact. Franz is currently in Istanbul where he has been on foreign where he has been a foreign correspondent for the Los Angeles Times and is expected to actually arrive on post in Los Angeles by mid-November. We have not had any recent contacts with him. Strategy for handling. Up to now, we have been trying to get the story killed by CAA slash Paramount. Rick Nasita and Kevin Havane did not want anyone talking to the LA Times while they tried to kill it so as not to give them anything new. But they have not been successful in accomplishing this, and it is moving ahead without our participation, and we need to fill the vacuum and dead agent the falsehoods they have picked up. Paul Block has just been hired as Mr. Cruz's new publicist and will be briefed on the LA Times to see if he has any of the lines on which to take action. But I do not propose to wait any longer before moving ahead with this handling. And if Paul can do anything, this will be added to what I'm proposing to do. Okay, so it looks like Leanne just got fired. Leanne was Tom Cruise's sister. Um, she still is Tom Cruise's sister, but she was also his publicist or she's some sort of pu uh, public relations capacity. And um, so um, they had been Scientology been talking about getting rid of her for a while. And it looks like they finally did that. So Paul Block is his new publicist. And if anything he's got to add, then they're going to add that to the pile of nonsense that they're planning. OK, uh, let's continue. Um Okay, here we go. 
The story the times need to be given is our massive expansion. This can be tied into the massive expansion that has occurred since the Welkos slash Zappel articles, as this was the last major stories they wrote about the church. This includes the IRS exemption and all that has followed from that and the enormous expansion since 2000. This is a story that the, a business section writer would have specific interest in, size and numbers. This is information about this information is being put together so that there are specific stats that can be used and key accomplishments since that time. The initial data collection on this is attached at tab C. Solution. I contact the LA Times directly and handle Sapel and Christensen and focus the story on the church's massive expansion. And then um, here we go. Last page. Or one of the, uh, let me see, actually. Oh, no. Second to last page. Wow, this is a long one. It says, A, I will call Sapel and tell him what, what, uh, okay. A, I will call Sapel and tell him that we will answer Christensen's questions that relate to the church and educate him on Scientology, including a tour of our facilities in Los Angeles, but that he, Sapel, needs to be there too, as he has no idea what the church is all about and his data is 20 years out of date. And he is the editor over the story. He needs to be properly briefed. B, arrange to meet next week and do the following. This is something that they require. They try to require all of these media publications. They're going to do a big story that, that people are going to end up reading. They try to get them to do this dog and pony show um, so that they won't do a bad article on Scientology. I'm not sure it's working out for them. <laughs> Arrange to meet next week and do the following. Start at CCN. That's Celebrity Center. That's the castle, 5930 Franklin. Start at CCN with the This is Scientology DVD. So they're gonna go. They're gonna go to CCN and they're gonna to a castle and they're gonna watch a DVD. Tour them through the Div Six panels. Those are just the the Division Six is the public division. That's the division that's supposed to get people into Scientology. So they have all these. Um, what they call them panels. The Div Six panels. That's actually what they call them. And it's just a bunch of um, text on um, on some panels, some display panels that David Miscavige has massaged the, the language and the writing and the words on these things in such a way that he thinks if they just read the panels and watch these videos and these displays, they'll just jump right into Scientology and, and give them all your money. Okay, tour them, through, um, tour them through the Div 6 panels, then show them the bookstore system and all the Congresses, products from the Gold Studio. Show them the Div 4 practical course room and an auditing room as well as the purification area. That's where you do the purification rundowns where you sit in the sauna for five hours and take a bunch of oil and vitamins and sweat. Take them through the binders of the new orgs all around the world and show them the openings in New York, Joburg, and Buffalo. Give them the rundown of all the new orgs, massive expansion, around the world. Brief them on expansion at Flag and the new building and the planned expansion slash renovations at CC, the complex, Hollywood Inn. Make it overwhelming the amount of expansion and growth. Christensen is doing this report to appear in the business section of the paper. 
brief on what Scientologists are doing internationally, take them through the volunteer minister activities and show the 9-11 video, show them the anti-drug campaign B-roll, show them the, the HR campaign B-roll, take them to the LRH way and give them a tour of ASHO. That's the uh, American St. Hill organization. That's a, um, it's an, it's a, where that big blue complex of buildings in Los Angeles are that Scientology have. There's several organizations in there. And one of those organizations does the training from, um, from a little low on the, uh, the training chart of Scientology to um, almost all the way you can go. Um, the last little bit, you have to actually go to Florida to finish any more training. So there's a whole bunch of organizations that are in that area of, um, of Los Angeles, and they're going to tour them. Take them to LRH Way. That's L. Ron Hubbard Way. They have a one little, like, 500-yard section of street in Los Angeles that's called L. Ron Hubbard Way, and that's where all these buildings are located. Take them to L. Ron Hubbard Way and give them a tour of ASHO, showing course rooms full of students of all ages and all background. Take them through the atrium at Advanced Organization LA and again show them a lot of public, a very active scene. Brief them on our social betterment programs. Okay, and by the way, when they would do one of these things, Scientology is 100% stacking the deck. They're going to say, listen, Hey, you, uh, you Sea Org members over at ASHO and you Sea Org members over at AO and CC, Celebrity Center, we're coming at this time. And for that time, there needs to be hundreds of people in the course room, in the, in the lobby. In the, and so the staff are just changing out. Some of the staff, the staff that they're not going to see. Those staff are going to change into regular people clothes and they're going to get regular people in there and they're all just going to be sitting around being active. <laughs> I guarantee you that's what they did. <clears throat> or they would have done if this actually took place. We'll have to find out. I did. I have contacted at least two of these um, reporters and asked them if they wanted to come on because we're going to talk about these documents. We'll see if I get anything back. I don't even know if I had the right emails or contact, but I said it. Um, okay, where were we? Okay, Um Brief them on our social betterment programs. Take them to ABLE. That's the Association for Better Living and Education uh, located also in uh, Hollywood. Um, show them the different programs, including the photo binders of applied scholastics groups, the Narconon groups, the Way to Happiness groups, Criminon and Detox. Show them the video of the Applied Scholastics opening. That's a um, opening that Tom and Tom Tom Cruise and David Miscavige did at a uh, Applied Scholastics facility in um I want to say it was in um in the middle of the country somewhere, either in um it's called Spanish Lake. Um anyway, it's an Applied Scholastics place where they teach uh, super uh, people how to do Scientology study technology. Okay, uh, take them to help and brief them on the program. That's the Hollywood uh, Education and Literacy Project in Hollywood, um, also a Scientology front group. How long it has been in existence and how, how many people have gone through and have them talk to parents whose kids have been completely handled by the program. Do the same with WLC, that's World Literacy Crusade. That's another one of their front groups that Alfredi Johnson was uh, was funneling money to himself through. Take the way 
to Happiness Foundation. Oh, take them to the Way to Happiness Foundation in Glendale. Show the foundation. Fill it with people. See? They say it in the document. Fill it with people. I'm telling you guys, I called it. It's international outreach. Show them the opening and the results from the Way to Happiness. I've never read this document before. This is the first time I'm reading this with you guys, okay? That's why sometimes when they don't make sense to me, it's really, I'm not, I'm I'm trying to do this as organically as possible and read it with you. Some of them I skim through and I have to highlight them to see who the people are, but I'm not reading in this nitty gritty nonsense. Brief them on psychiatry. Take them through the CCHR, that's the Citizens Commission on Human Rights Booklets, and the document pack on the government warnings about psychiatric drugs. Depending on timing, show them the CCHR videos that have been done. Um, just one side note, David Miscavige, if you see, if there's a lot of reference to videos and panels, David Miscavige believes that if a person is trying to get someone into Scientology, um, like a, just a regular Scientologist, ultimately they will fail 99% of the time. David Miscavige thinks the only person that's going to get anybody into Scientology is him or Tom Cruise. And so they've made these videos that is what he would say to you if he was trying to get you into Scientology. And so all of these different, the CCHR videos and the this videos and the World Literacy Crusade videos, these are all micromanaged and, and scripted and, and coddled and fumbled with by David Miscavige as, as what he would tell you on this to get you to be on their side. So if you're reading any of those panels or you're watching any of those videos, that's all David Miscavige. Okay, introduce them to Jan Eastgate, who briefs them on the Chelmsford and other psychiatric horror stories we have uncovered. Um, I'm pretty sure this Chelmsford thing happened like uh, 50 years ago at this point, maybe even more. It's just um, Scientology loves a good story that they can tell, tell you about somebody to prove that those people are bad guys. Um, and I'm not denying that whatever they... The, whatever happened is horrible. I'm just saying it's something that's from the past that Scientology likes to, to talk about and um, has gone into excruciating detail last week to somebody. Um, handle their black PR. That just means anything that's true about Scientology that's bad, that's black propaganda. Thoroughly DA, that means dead agent, based on the book by Sun Tzu on the art of war, the dead agent. Um, Anyway, I've explained it. It is what it is. Thoroughly dead agent the sources we know they have spoken to and by finding a, and by and by finding any others. Okay, so these are the guys we talked about earlier. Your uh Tory Crisman, uh Stephen Kent, whoever the uh Jesse Prince, Graham Barry, these are the guys that are exposing Scientology and the media at the time. Thoroughly DA the sources we know they have spoken to and by finding any others. Use the documents on Barry disbarment, Pattison insane lawsuit, etc. C. In the course of the above, provide responses to the questions from Christensen. The proposed responses are attached under tab B. D. Brief Paul Block on what is happening with this and get his input and assistance on handling. E. I will call Doug Franz as soon as he arrives back in L.A., reestablish the comm line with him, and get his agreement to carefully review the story before it comes out. 
F. Depending upon the results of the tour in L.A., recommend whether a tour of gold should be done. This is okay. Much love, Mike. And then it says, okay, and there's a line, and then not okay, and there's a line. And ideally, David Miscavige would just sign okay, and that'd be the end of it, but that's never what goes down. Um, there's probably... <laughs> probably going to be 47 more documents before they do nothing. Um, this is the funniest thing because I was looking for a thumbnail picture for this video. And I thought to myself, I need one. I've done a, I did one of Tom. I did one of Dave. I had Oprah in there. I had another one of Dave. I thought I want one with Tom and Dave. And I thought, you know what I should get? I should find that picture where those two bozos are sitting all leathered up in their, in their, uh, on their Ducati motorcycles. <laughs> that is the picture that Scientology gave them for this story. That picture. What are the chances? Anyway, um, so anyway, there's more to come. Um, and I actually did when I saw the thumbnail and it was related to a Los Angeles Times story. I looked at the date and I'm like, Oh, I'm pretty sure that's the story we're going to get to. So um, we will definitely keep um, covering these. Let me see if we've got any of these tabs. Um, bear with me for a second. Okay, so I found this document um, that he was talking about as um, the tab, tab A. And, um, and so I'm going to put these up, but it's really just goes – so, so – it starts on the 16th of August, 2005, Kim Christensen calls golden era. So it's all the stuff that they've been talking about. It's just summarized. And this is what Scientology does. They <laughs> basically since 16 August, uh, 16 August, 16 August, 18 August, 23 August, 23 August, 24 August, 25 August. These guys are calling him every few days saying, hey, we're doing a story, you know, and we're, we talked to this person, we talked to that. They're doing a story. So they're talking to people and Scientology's keeping track of everybody that they're talking to. And um, and I'm going to leave these up on the screen for a little bit here, but it's about there's five page four, page five. Um, Ida Camburn. It said the stuff we talked about. Uh, Claire Hoffman showed up at this event at CCN. I mean, they're keeping track of all of the people that talk to these guys. And um, there's six pages of all these things. Marlon Willardson from Odin Productions. I went to school with Marlon. Um, Marlon Willardson from Odin Productions. Wow, she was working for Tom Cruise. Fancy pants, Marlon. Um, said that CAA exec and Michael Mann had lunch with Christensen on this date. <gasps> wow. So Mar Marlon is also a Scientologist. Oh, fun fact. Marlon Willardson, her dad. Uh, worked in the Guardian's office. And he was actually, I think he was one of the guys that got convicted. Um, Marlon Willardson. <laughs> the, what are the chances? What are the chances a former Scientology Guardian's office convicted felon? Uh, his daughter is also involved with the Office of Special Affairs <laughs> on occasion as a spy in another uh, spy in Tom Cruise's camp. 
Unbelievable. Anyway, um, that's our files for today. Um, thanks for staying to the very end. Um, click like, click subscribe, all that stuff helps. If you click on the bell notification uh, icon, uh, you'll be notified when we do these new videos, when we release a video, or when a video might be coming out. Sometimes we premiere them or we announce them ahead of time. But um, thanks again, and uh, until next time.